<laughs> Going live. And we are live. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Hey. YouTube, as always, I am Paul from the Not, Not an Apple Fan channel. Welcome to Techonomics Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Chris, from the Good Old Game YouTube channel. What is up, Chris? How have you been doing? What have you been doing today? You said your uh, wife is having a baby shower upstairs? Yeah, so I do want to prep everybody. Oh, look at that. Sprite's counting the, the seconds. Good job. Yeah, so if you guys hear a lot of uh, background noise, there's really nothing that can be done about that, so... Mm. Apologies up front, but yeah, my wife's having her baby shower, and our second son should be due out technically in a month, but we're all thinking like two, three weeks, so yeah. almost any time now, so that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's great. That's good news for you, man. That's that's really good. Um, that's when the real sleepless nights start, mate, when you've got two kids, because you, you get one down and he's like asleep and then you like you're dealing with the other one and then all of a sudden the other one wakes up and you're like oh and then the two years are up. you know the way normally you can deal with one because you know you can go i'll take this one and then you know you can take maybe two hours from now or whatever and no what happens is is that both of them wake up at the same time mate <laughs> you're off dealing with one and the other one's dealing with the other one it's like yeah i mean theoretically that's gonna happen at some point but my yeah. once my my son now he there's no waking him up he he goes down at 9 30 at night he gets up between 7 30 and 8 30 in the morning yeah. and unless he's sick he don't get up yeah man so you you've got a rough man my kid goes to bed at seven and seven o'clock at night and wakes up at seven o'clock in the mornings <laughs> oh i i mean that's perfectly fine he also takes like a four-hour nap in the middle of the day so yeah he, she doesn't she doesn't nap anymore she's uh, she's four now so i mean she doesn't nap yeah it's nice that you put her to bed at seven o'clock and kind of by half seven she's asleep and then she doesn't wake up till like half six seven o'clock at night and we got this clock this is a this is a personal parenting tip get a clock right and you can get these clocks on amazon that have a face on them and they go like they have a star and a moon on them at night time and they're all blue yeah and then in the morning the sun comes up and you just tell your kid you can't get up till the sun comes up so you set it to the time that you think is yeah and and they and and like even if they wake up like my kid my kid wakes up at six o'clock some mornings and she will sit in her bed or she might read a book or she might do whatever but she'll stay in her room till seven o'clock and as soon as the the, the the clock turns yellow right for sun she's like daddy mommy <laughs> it's wake up time yeah, yeah, yeah that's so, that's pretty good yeah it's we'll a really good tip something like honestly, that. genuinely well, I, I don't know where we found that tip but it really worked for my kid um how does it how's it going everyone what's up uh war war totems war totems yeah um yeah, so so everything's going pretty good uh mm -hmm. we don't have well there's there goes sprite i guess we could do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you sprite thank you sprite uh, if your son comes out with a chin like a, a breeze block, <laughs> will you think your wife has uh, been noshing Morzal's dead? So basically saying uh, <laughs> you know, that excellent chin. The, the, yeah, the chin block. Yeah, well, if he comes out with that, then I'll, we'll have some questions. But yeah. if he comes out with a full head of hair, which we're already expecting, then I know he's he's definitely mine. <laughs> Uh, my daughter's almost two goes down at eight nine and is guaranteed awake at six every morning don't know how this kid won't sleep man try the clock thing i seriously telling you about the clock thing like we we learned very quickly like 
my daughter we'd put her to bed at like six she'd wake up at six you put her to bed at seven she'd wake up at six you put her to get bed at nine she'd wake up at six you put her to bed at eight she'd wake up at six so it was like it's not that like you know children are supposed to get 12 hours sleep it wasn't that she wasn't that that we weren't putting her to bed it was it was basically she just wake up and when she wake up she was like time to go to bed so now with the new clock thing like every now she wakes up at like six sometimes she might go actually back asleep and you might get sleep till eight you know what i mean every now and again she might <laughs> not notice the clock and be asleep again so yeah the clock really helped i'm telling you get those clocks they're on amazon they're really good yeah, that sounds like a good idea. We'll definitely yeah. do that because he'll be moving into his own room with the new kid and our new son will move into the his bedroom, which is the nursery. Like my wife painted murals and all this other stuff. Oh, She's nice like, oh, one. man, now I got to repaint another room. I'm like, no, no, no. You already did the work. We're going <laughs> to reuse it. <laughs> it's probably like I just put locks in her doors. True story, man. Well, my daughter can't operate knobs at the moment. I don't know. She can't turn the knob to get out of her, get out, get out of her room. So well, there you go, it. though. Yeah. You don't even need to worry about it. Yeah. What's up, M. Rich? What's Welcome, up, M. buddy. Yeah, nice to see you, dude. Um, yeah, so we were talking a bit about Intel before we came we came on, but I, I suppose that's mm -hmm. just the the main topic of this evening. Um, well, but as I think always, we can I think we can kick it off if we wanted yeah, to. I but think I, I don't know. I want to want to set a light goal, man. You have to set a light goal. It's the rules, the thing, right? Oh, we got so, fifty nine people in yeah, here. So yeah. if we said fifty four, that's gonna be a yeah, bit we rough. Well, if we get 40 likes, I think if we get 40 likes, we'll kick off the topic, yeah? Yeah, yeah. all right. That, that sounds so about right. So if we get 40 likes, boys, we'll start the stream officially about talking about the stuff. Um, we were talking about some stuff that I know about Intel that I'm not allowed to talk about, um, obvious, for obvious reasons. Um, we were talking about Intel's future performance and so on and so forth. And um, yeah, other than that, like... I mean, we were also talking about, and I think this is something that we can talk about now, is like Zen's inability, like AMD's inability to be able to compete with what is probably the best. So like we can talk about Intel later on, but like... Well, yeah, we can talk you, about how it ties together. Yeah, you, like me, me and you both agree, like Intel has a serious problem, uh, sorry, AMD has a serious problem with competing with the low-end stuff because AMD wants to make eight-core C C CCXs because they want to put them in Epic and right because it yeah. scales well yeah yeah and i want to put them in epic and i want to sell them to you for a, a lot of money and you know so then it doesn't lend itself to an architecture where amd can go do you know what we're going to do now we're i think a amd probably needs to just take like 10 15 20 percent away for supply and go we're gonna make a, 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 a like e either a monolithic die or a really small quad core hyper threaded die right yeah just make a little tiny yeah. four core tiny chiplet. four core chiplet yeah We're, actually i like, think a six core chiplet would make more sense because yeah. you could cut those down without yeah. sacrificing i think much. amd yeah that's exactly it. amd needs to re remove the six core from the he the, the high-end stuff and have two chiplets like amd needs to because i mean intel does it right intel has mm -hmm. two SKUs. they have the eight core plus eight or the eight core mm -hmm. plus four and then they have the six plus four or the six plus not zero right that's the way intel works well right? as far as i know they only have two they have the eight plus eight and all the 12 600 k's are just those cut down and yeah. then they have the six plus zero and then oh, i i'm sure they have zero. a two okay, and then i think they have a two plus zero on the okay Super right well whatever way it works uh intel has that i think amd because of chiplets and bidding and amazing stuff i think amd needs to go 
you know what maybe we're gonna have to build a smaller chiplet you know to compete with these guys because the volume is really in those quad cores like that's unbelievable volume like and then you can still use you can still use the same and this is the reason why i don't think they should do a monolithic die because they can still use the same io die and offer you discrete jeep uh, sorry uh, integrated graphics for desktop pcs around the world right like you know what i mean so yeah, I, I think that they'll probably ditch the old model where they had the, you know, the monolithic and then whatever. The only reason why they did that was for the graphics. They've solved that problem. So I don't think that they're going to go back to that unless there's some major performance gains. Um, like, you know, how they can get away with half the L3 cache on monolithic. They lose a bit of performance, but it's not like as dramatic as mm -hmm. it would be if they were on chiplets. So... That might save them some money on size. I don't know. If, if That's the only reason why I think they'd ever go back to that, but it just doesn't make sense. But yeah, if they went ahead and did like what we're saying and did a like a six core chiplet that's cheaper and smaller and then just made that the mainstream stuff and cut that down to fours, um, they'd be way more competitive, but they just have no interest, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, like the problem with AMD at the moment is not the high end stuff. Like, because I mean, we talk about the 5950X and you look at it in multi threaded and it's like damn near exactly the same, if not wins, on the 5950X across the board. And uh, the problem with AMD's 5950X is that it loses in single thread to the 1200K. Um, and then you look at the 12, the, the, you know, the, the 5900X and it's, it's the same story. It's like, you know, it, it wins against the i7 but it you know it loses in in it, like it wins in multi-threaded but loses in single-threaded um i think amd's biggest problem is that that sub 200 dollar price point is not being catered to at all and they tried to cater to it this generation around and they got universally slated because of the stuff that they're trying to bring to that segment is absolutely abhorrent it's awful like it actually is terrible silicon it's, it's pretty bad i mean after going back and retesting zen 2 for gaming it's like yeah. once zen 3 came out it's like mm. you need to just stop making zen 2 yeah. stuff no it's we, just not not very good for gaming yeah, but we, the one chip that i think might have been overlooked is the uh or uh, was it the 5500 the six core 12 thread saison without the igpu yeah. Uh, uh, Denver sending me a 5700G might show up today, and I want to see a fully tuned that might actually be able to match the full on Veramirs. Um, and if that's the case, that's 140 bucks. I think that that could potentially be an actual competitor, but that's the only chip that they have, and that's only if you tune it. <laughs> uh, Connor saying, I really wanted Zen 4 to be good, but uh, RPL is looking better for Raptor Lake, I think it means. Uh, for yeah. games and for me i just uh, flash my c6 z690 bios and slap in this is the problem right is anybody's running like me right now it's like oh if there's a better intel chip maybe i could consider that um uh yeah, that, yeah. that's the that's really the power of yeah. the upgrade path. shane yeah. shane hughes thank you for the 10 man i appreciate it dude thank you so much um yeah i i like I, but i just want to go back to focusing on the problem that amd has and it's not i i, I genuinely like i i disagree with connor because um it's not because alder lake wins or raptor lake's gonna win or whatever 
I don't think that part matters. The, the performance it's, almost doesn't matter. If you it's look, if you look at the pricing of the of 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 the twelve one hundred and the twelve four hundred, that's AMD's serious problem. They have to they have to negotiate. That's the serious issue that AMD has to fight. Um, and and those guys who buy that that platform might can then consider buying the non K SKU versions of the higher end stuff if they want to upgrade in the near future. Like this is. The re- once you get them inside the ecosystem they can then think about you know and this is what i was saying to you before we went live is like if amd could offer you a quad core chip or a six core chip um that's significantly cheaper than their competitor well it doesn't matter if it's not the fastest if it gets all the things done it ticks all the boxes but then later on you can go well maybe i can slap a you know an a core in here or a 12 core in here or whatever like later on if you if, if that's what you really want to do that's a significant you know uplift and a significant buying uh you know um it's, it's value for 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 everyone who's looking into the platform you know like connor saying oh i can I, I can now slap a 13900k which connor you bought me and you bought no it's not going to be called 13 we've all agreed it's going to be called 14900k um i mean they, they can call it whatever they yeah, want, whatever want. <laughs> not nine thousand hundred k i mean yeah. you know it's intel they yeah. do silly things yeah. but but ultimately like you, you yeah you can do that and i mean that's what you want amd with their new platform needs to get as much mass adoption as they can because once you get the f- people in the door on ground 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 zero that's a few years of adoption later on when people already have the boards and they can sit there and go do you know what i'm gonna do I'm I'm not gonna buy the Intel board and go with even the chip that might be five percent faster. Oh, I don't know what it is, right? But I'm I already have the AMD motherboard. I'm gonna slap in a new AMD part and get a bit more performance. You know, this is the thing. Well, I mean, that's definitely the key argument. I mean, I brought that up after the Zen thing. You did, Steve and Tim from Hardware Unboxed. Literally, everybody's brought this up and said, without them committing to the AM5 platform, this is the number one thing that's hurting them because the performance doesn't matter we all know that it's gonna be pricey but if they said yeah we're gonna support through what would they say it was 2017 they said through 2023 or 2020 so if they're like yeah it's gonna launch 2022 we're gonna support this through 2025 i think that that that's pretty good now the other side of this argument like a lot of people go well you know it's really nice to be able to do that you just throw in a new cpu but I'd actually argue most people sell their CPU and motherboard together and then just buy a new thing. So I don't, I don't know. It's really hard to quantify how big of a deal it really is. Cause that's what I do. I don't just sell CPUs cause nobody buys those. But if I sell a CPU with a motherboard, it sells much easier. I, so usually I just do both yeah. cause it's easier that way. I did a poll on Twitter and a lot of people are interested in upgrading their CPU later on down the road. They are like a significant, like, I think it's 40 or 50% of people were interested in upgrading their CPU later on. Um, you know, and, and even that, like that's, that's a narrative. Like, I mean, we, well, let's just look at the, the Zen four platform. Like, I mean, that was a big narrative for, for adoption for the Zen four platform was that you got that continuous platform support and you got that mm. continuous like you know like people didn't like it was in it was another value add the value adds for amd were cpu cooler came with it and it was always good enough for the cpu not anymore but it used to be um you know motherboard was going to support at least another generation or two of cpu and they were cheap and they were cheap 
Like they that were was the real value. cheap. That was the, the, the <laughs> trifecta of value add, right? And I mean, if you remove any of them, I mean, you lose the the the, the trifecta. Like you know, what I mean, and and you get stuck in a weird weird scenario where you gotta just go, oh, I'll you know, I'll sell my motherboard and CPU together and buy a new motherboard and CPU. I think a lot of people don't like spending a lot of upfront money and then hoping to recoup it later on. They'd rather, you know, spend half the money, which is then just buying the CPU, and then recoup half the money later on. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. It depends on everybody in their individual markets. Like I said, for me, it's much easier to sell a CPU with a motherboard than just a CPU or just a motherboard. So... Like I've actually gone out and bought motherboards when I was just selling a CPU, just so I could sell both. So that I mean, it just depends on how you guys, where you live, how your markets go. Because I'm assuming that's what most people do with their old stuff: sell it off, take the money, invest it into the new thing. Um, yeah. So that that's just gonna come down to the individual there. But uh, I, I completely agree. Having at least the option is a good value add and not competing in the sub $200 market now too good. I mean, the 5600s and even the 5600X is now sub 200, but that's all because of Intel. If Intel didn't come out with a decent architecture, you'd still have the 5600X at 250-ish, I'd say. Maybe you'd have the 5600G at 220, 230. That's where they were in uh, around the holiday season. So I'm not talking about like a long time ago. It was just after, the 12100 and 12400 came out now we're finally getting these amd just has no interest yeah. in that market yeah. um and it it kind of makes sense though uh who is it i want to quote the right person cuz this was really cool uh, i think it was jens xt on my discord yeah so what he did is he actually pulled all the gpu z information so this is gpu not cpu but i would say it's probably pretty relative um and it shows the amount of units that they've like tracked. I'm assuming it's people with the cards activating uh, GPUs. And it's insane. Really, the only GPUs that AMD sold that are worth a damn uh, in terms of numbers, and it's still like 10 to 1 next to NVIDIA. Uh, the, all the other ones are worse than 10 to 1, is basically what I'm saying. And that's the 6700 XT, 6800 XT, and 6900 XT. Literally all the other graphics cards mean nothing to AMD. And this is kind of, it kind of makes sense why AMD's kind of going down the route that we think that they are. We don't know for sure because they didn't put prices on these, but the vibe that they were giving off, premium, uh, enthusiast, elitist, yeah. is because those guys uh, actually buy their stuff. Yeah. The, 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 the AMD, I'm yeah, buying AMD worry. no That's matter a what. That's a significant worry. That's actually a significant worry is like, are they going to sacrifice the mass adoption? Like, are they going to say, well, there's, I don't know what it is, let's say 500 million PC gamers out there. Are they going to sacrifice access to, you know, all of that market instead of just going, I'm going to target the the top 10% of that market. And that, exactly what you're saying is like, that's well, a worry. At least, I mean, like I said, I don't have the GPU numbers, but or the CPU numbers, but on GPU, let's put it this way. So we're going to take a look at the 6600, which as we know is roughly 3060, mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, according to this, we have 179,622. Yeah. Okay, all right. The 3060 combined is 20 million. So that's more than tenfold. 
Um, and then no okay, downfall. That's a that's an absolute joke, is what that is. That's actually okay. Well, let, let, let's go back. Uh, so six six hundred XT, uh, or six six hundred, same thing, one hundred eighty thousand. The uh, sixty seven hundred is four hundred and twenty thousand. So that's what almost triple. You say the sixty-seven hundred thousand. So sixty-seven hundred. Uh, it's it's two and a half times. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So you have four hundred twenty thousand sixty-seven hundred XT is one hundred eighty. So they're selling more than double at the sixty-seven hundred XT level, and then the sixty-nine hundred XT is five almost six hundred thousand. So they're selling yeah. like yeah. three. Well, that just three tells you. I think that's about volume and how much they had in the market at the time, genuinely, and how close they were to MSRP. I don't think that's a real relevant uh you know like how many people want to buy those cards i think it's it's like you know people don't want to be fucked and and i think you can see that people don't want to be screwed by buying cards over msrp so i think that's yeah i can, can completely agree with those numbers actually in fact because it's like you know oh the, the 6900 well, xt was one of the first gpus to reach msrp so people well, say like 60 i mean the 6800 xt is only slightly behind that one but all of the other ones are pretty rough i mean 6600 xt i guess is around 400 but um they're they're more mainstream like what we would consider the mainstream chips the ones that you would assume would be selling lots aren't this is my point amd also has they probably have more accurate numbers than these and what that's gonna tell them is hit the premium-ish price points, make more money, and leave the rest behind. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it, it's almost the community telling them to go this route, yeah. I would say, just from their, their purchasing habits. Million. 2060s. Did you say that right? Yeah, 20. Yeah. Yep. Where did he get this information from? Uh, he pulled it. He said he pulled it from GPUZ's numbers. So. Oh, Twenty yeah, million uh, thirty six. Just just to put it this way, and then uh, for thirty nineties, it's basically three point two million. <sighs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So oh. yeah, that uh, was it. Uh, I would argue. Uh, I mean, looking at the numbers, just ballparking it, I'd say Nvidia sold more thirty nineties than all of AMD's GPUs combined. There you go. Well, that's not that's. That's not. That's not really it. news, yeah. but I mean, it really, just goes to show something there. Yeah. So I mean, we could like. I mean, I've said I've done videos before where, like, I said like AMD, like Intel. I uh, sorry, Nvidia sold more 1080 Ti's than all of AMD's GPUs combined. I've said, you know, that kind of stuff in relation. Yeah, to but the 1080 Ti was actually a good value. But I'm yeah, no, no, no. no nobody called the 3090 a good value. No, no nobody. But I mean the the problem there is this is why we're I'm, I'm saying is the numbers are a bit skewed is because if we lived in a normal market where there was normal pricing i think a lot of people would have bought a 3080 instead of a 3090 and then you would have been looking at different numbers do you know what, do you know what i mean like it was because the 3090 was in stock and available for so long it, it yeah, maybe skews that that number a bit differently um yeah fighting talk <laughs> well i'll address that here in a sec but let's get to emrich thank you for the five buddy yeah, said uh, i think if amd were to beat intel's pricing on six and eight core cpus and then commit to at least five years on the am5 let's be realistic they're not going to commit that long i mean last time they only committed to three years that's it that's all they did 
So I would say that that would be good enough. Um, but they would be competitive in this arena. I, I agree. I mean, that and if they commit on the pricing, I just don't think that they're going to do it. The numbers don't line up for AMD to actually compete anymore, which puts us in a weird position. Uh, before we move on to that, uh, I just want to address Adrian. I think this is where the fighting talk comes in. He says, uh, basically, he was saying he disagrees with my assessment that mainstream reviewers don't show real CPU performance uh, because most people don't overclock. Well, here's the thing. If they showed the real performance that could be achieved from CPUs, then more people would overclock. Here's the point. It's the chicken or the egg. The reviewers have to show it first mm -hmm. before people will do the thing. If they keep coming out saying, don't do it, it's not worth it, then people aren't going to do it. This, that's the whole point. So, no, Chris, uh, man, you're wrong. You're wrong. They just need to just, just show the stock numbers, man. The, like, I mean, no. Well, stock overclocks. numbers are fine, but context, people. It's missing context. I'm joking, of course. Um, I know. Um, yeah, like everybody thinks that I'm like, well, I show stock numbers at mine too, people. That's important to know. Yeah, yeah. like Chris <laughs> shows his stock numbers. I think if you did not show the stock numbers, I think these guys would have had a, a kind of a leg to stand on. But I mean, like what Chris shows is something that anybody with half a brain and 20 minutes of spare time can achieve. Yeah, it's, it's more like five hours, but wow. still. It's you know. five hours once. Well, hold on. Do it once on. and you're done. <laughs> if you have the aid of somebody who, if you like, if you're willing to do not only do the benchmarking but do the do the tutorial on how to do it as well, you wouldn't need five hours. You wouldn't need anywhere near five hours because although the problem is, is there is no like Connor and I talked about. You can't do a tutorial because I can do a tutorial on this motherboard with this RAM and this CPU mm. because. If you have anything that's different, this is useless. It's it's just too different. Yeah, but you can damn, uh, get damn near. I always found you can get damn near close. Like you know what I mean? You yeah, in, there's in ballpark the numbers. Yeah. So I mean, you can get ninety five percent of the performance you've shown with, with, with a tutorial that's that's involved. Yeah, in I, I I might be able to do like a Samsung B die tutorial because B die all kind yeah. of acts the same. But yeah, each motherboard is gonna be yeah. a little weird. Um, all right, so leaving that behind, um, we were talking about, um, was it the value stuff? Oh, AMD not basically targeting the, the basically the premium buyers because mm -hmm. it seems to be most of their business at this point. Well, I think it it's, is. It, I well, think it, I mean, I think AMD on is, GPU it is. Oh, I think AMD is living in cloud cuckoo land. I think. Um, oh my oh, God, Joss! Thank Joss. you for the fifty uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin whale. whale. <laughs> Semi baby. Thank you for um, the fifty Canadian. You absolute lunatic. Um, I really appreciate that, dude, so so much. Um, but um, what I'm saying is, I think that all of these numbers are skewed by the fact that um, you know we've had a crypto mining bubble, and uh, a lot of the availability has been skewed to the higher end and i think a lot of people maybe wanted to buy a 6800 a 3080 3070 you know and 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 that's the problem is that you can't reliably quote any of the numbers today because you, well, you kind of can for because so, because so long how, how many how many long how, how many year how many months like almost a year but could you look not at buy NVIDIA. look at how many 3060s they sold yeah i know if well AMD done, had sold, bravo, but i mean well what i'm saying is, is proportionally if amd had sold that many yeah uh you know way more 6600s and 6600 xts i could at least kind of agree yeah. with you there 
but, but they're not because they didn't target the allocation to those but, mate, because like, they were selling the high end stuff. But like, but Nvidia see, did. But see, like, like this. If you look at the reviews, um, you know that this is the problem is that the reviews, and this is why I said AMD needed to rely on their MSRPs, is because their reviews were oh, very that. positive of the thirty sixty and like, which I thought was bollocks because I don't think they should have been. And very positive of the the the, the thirty fifty, and very positive of the thirty sixty ti, and so on and so forth. And I was like, well, it should have never been. Whereas with AMD, they always came later when when we when we realized that oh, the thirty sixty launched. This is AMD's competitor to thirty sixty. Oh, the thirty sixty launched, and it never reached MSRP. So now you have that information to go. Well, AMD's launching this at whatever. You're not going to be able to buy it at MSRP anyway. Uh, you know and, right and it, it kind of skewed and changed the weird fucking numbers to make uh protein allergy thank you just for the five man you lunatic <laughs> protein uh, allergy that can be taken many different ways <laughs> so what i'm saying is like uh, nvidia box clever also nvidia is nvidia so they're always going to sell more and um you know you, you sit in a world where people are always going to buy nvidia over amd if they can get them at the price that they they require them to get them at also can we just talk to the fact that nvidia's gpus are way better at mining so how many of these are actually running in gaming pcs but see, i'm not PC, i'm not even PC talking PC. about any of that what i'm talking about is and this is kind of the same argument that i'm going to have for intel nvidia allocated way more resources to mainstream than amd amd just said f it and ignored it yeah no and nvidia is like no that's where the bulk of our resources are going to go and that that's kind of my whole point here is amd is very clearly not interested in that market anymore from their actions from what they're selling the amount of units they're producing they are not the budget people anymore that's the reason why i did intel is now the budget king not only are they market leader not only do they have the most money not only are they like the big bad guy but now they're the budget king. Like, I, I just, yeah, it kind of blows my mind you know, when you think about the you know, position. Follow, what I'm saying is that I'm completely agreeing with you. But saying from a different perspective is that NVIDIA's numbers are completely skewed. And probably NVIDIA is going to sit there like next year and very quickly realize that they've overpriced all of their SKUs because I think that NVIDIA is living in a world where their GPUs were better than amds at mining and everybody was willing to buy mining gpus for so long because even if you were me even if it was me and i was like oh i'm gonna buy a 3060 i'd be like cool oh it's 800 bucks well i can make back 400 bucks of that initial investment by mining on it for six months and now i haven't paid 600 bucks for do you know or 800 bucks for a Jeep. like that that nvidia thinks they're, they're nvidia sits there and they think oh we're living in that world you're not living in that world anymore um and i think that 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 was a big scenario of the people buying amd over nvidia like i mean i know that amd always i was nvidia always sell oversells uh way over what in amd offers but i'm saying is that it's like that was an extra step to offer even more uh incentive right. they, for they, they were filling in the, because, the higher yeah, end because, yep. because nvidia wasn't but yep. yeah i'm talking about just from a pure allocation i mean nvidia is more interested in mainstream and low end than amd intel is more interested in mainstream and low end for amd it's just amazing to me that both nvidia 
and Intel are now going to become probably your budget options. Yeah. 100%. Which is just crazy. That's my whole point. It's just kind of like we're, we're living in the upside down, man. <laughs> it's Stranger <laughs> Things time. That's, that, that's kind of where I'm going. Um, let's hit up some of these supers. Yeah. Josh, thank you for the five. Uh, Dirty Dicks. Dixty? Dixty, whatever that means. Yeah. Thank well, you, Josh. he's trying to be politically correct, I think. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, and Barry Boggle, thank you for the five bucks. He says, uh, I have a 5900X, 32 gigs, 3800, C16, uh, Infinity Clock 1900. That's that's where you want that to be. Um, and Sapphire 6800, uh, XT Nitro Plus. Is there any reason at all for me to upgrade to AM5? No, absolutely. Not for gaming. Not for gaming. If you're uh, upgrading then... your GPU and CPU at the same time, maybe, but like, no. No. And monitor. So if you're upgrading your monitor, CPU, and GPU at the same time, yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't, I don't know. I you're mean, building a whole new system. <laughs> there's just, yeah, there's just no point. I, I, you definitely can want to wait. I would say for most AM4 people, get to Zen 3. That's the goal. If you have uh, an AM4 platform, just get a Zen 3 chip. It doesn't even matter which one. Um, and you're going to be good. There's no reason to go to AM5. Not yet, anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be my thing. You're on Zen 3. Just chill. You're good. Um, and then, Josh, thank you for the five. He says, Master Chief. I love the Master Chief. Halo well, old spongy Master Chief. That's my yeah. cat. Yeah. Um, Techworks Power says, volume makes money. Uh supermarkets sell tvs uh and baked beans they sell 3.5 3 to 4 million cans of beans a day which product uh products which makes the most money i'll tell you beans and it's not even close like so i, I think he's just saying that you know cheap volume products make yeah. a lot of money i mean i've said that in, in the silicon market for for the whole generation right. is that you know volume volume sells and volume makes profit and volume is is where the money is and i mean we've seen nvidia's record margins and i think that's all down to selling a volume product which is the 3060 which should have been a volume product but it is it was a volume product but also a volume product sold at a higher msrp than it should have been able to get get away with selling for right like that's yeah well i mean it it just comes down to the, like what you're saying the volume amd just doesn't have the volume and they're just starting to pick out the markets that are they're trying to maximize their margins is what they're mm. doing let's let's just be frank about it that's what they're doing they're seeing what's selling at what price points and they're just gonna let all the other ones fall away and just target those price points so that, that's just what i see happening um adrian thank you for the five the five poundits by the way um he says chris 65 inch oled uh 1350 pounds so that's like what 1500 ish yeah 1600 dollars at the moment i was thinking about getting instead of instead of upgrading my pc what are you thinking current specs 10850 3080 plus 240 hertz yeah, um need... yeah i mean if you're gonna be gaming in the living room yeah, you that's don't, definitely you know, gonna just be need good. to upgrade his pc at all like his pc is fucking great <laughs> so yeah. yeah yeah like you've got yeah. top you've got top of the range stuff there mate like i mean a 10 a 10 a 50k is a 5.5.3 5.2 5.3 5. maybe 4 or something but no 5.2 uh gigahertz part 
Um, and it, it will do most memory, uh, you know, most memory tuning that you want to do with it. Um, and then yeah, the thirty eight Gam- is pretty good. Is good enough, right? Like so, yeah, yeah, you're gonna be seeing yeah. That. Well, OLED is definitely gonna give you the best upgrade in terms of gaming experience compared to anything else. Um, but like I said, at sixty five inches, you that needs to be a living room like controller. Well, I guess you can use a keyboard and mouse on your lap sort of thing but you don't want that on a desk that's my point that's too mm-hmm. big yeah yeah uh joss says uh was it 10 thank you joss uh he says ireland equals canada's beach okay i don't, I, I don't know do you guys get a lot of people from canada vacationing canada no no honestly not the the i, I i've noticed the biggest kind of english-speaking country that we get it's like south africans hmm, that's interesting mm. when i lived in myrtle beach uh we had a lot of russians we were basically yeah. Russia's beach because they don't have real beaches. So. Yeah, because they don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Myrtle yeah. Beach. Yeah, well, not anymore, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, I, I doubt that. Yeah, I think, yeah. who knows? I don't know. I don't know how that's all going. What you see on TV and what's happening in real life don't usually yeah. match yeah. up. Uh, Mutable um, Zoo is like 6800 XT is good. Yes, absolutely. The problem with the 6800 XT is that AMD doesn't want to sell the 6800 XT. They want to sell the 6900 XT. If you go on AMD's website right now in Europe, you can get a 6950 XT or 6750 XT. If you go on in, in, in the US, you can get actually a 6900 XT. 6950 xt and 6900 xt so i found that really funny is that like on the us website you can still buy a 6900 xt and um, but on the on the european website you can't i thought that was funny it's like it's like they clearly shows you where, where they want to sell those things right they want to sell the full yeah. die full skew stuff and i mean these things are full in stock ready to go locked and loaded msrps like if you go on the on the on the dot com website it's 999 for a 69 rc um but if you go on any other website it's like 860 for 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 a 69 rc yeah yeah they're actually cheaper yeah Yeah, it's cheaper not to buy the ones yeah Yeah, which is pretty nuts Um, um like I was debating on picking one up. I saw them. I think it was like eight ninety nine. So yeah. this way, like yeah. I'd r- rather have my own high end C- uh, GPU, so I don't have to keep borrowing my buddies. Like I'm gonna get the fifty seven hundred G in today. I can tune it, but I can't benchmark it until yeah. I borrow my buddy's thing. So it's just kind of like it delays me. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about doing it, but I'm like I can't buy any of this stuff right now, even though I'm gonna make money off mm-hmm. of it. It's like I gotta wait at least till July. Hopefully, Nvidia. I mean, I wish they would do it tomorrow. <laughs> I wish they'd do it tomorrow, and let's get them price drops. Uh, fight me, bro, Joe Rogan Octagon. Yeah, All Joe right. Rogan kicked the shit out of you, Joss. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, he kicked the shit out of me, you, and Joss. Yeah, at the same, at the same time. time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was I gonna say? But it's like, you know, you look at those prices and you go, "Oh my god!" Like the like even in Europe, right? So I said the big problem with AMD right at the moment is that like their prices are so high compared to you know msrp in europe um 